Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome back to the Casey Adams Show. Today I am joined by none other than David Meltzer. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Dave. I am so grateful to be here. You and I share this uh, unbelievable Blue Wire studio in the Lobby of the Wind. And to have you here on so many different levels interviewing me uh, is incredible. <laughs> Our lives have intertwined themselves. And oh uh, you just had someone who's worked with Dan Fleischman. And my, you know, one advantage of getting old, brother, is to see the super <laughs> success of the young people that hopefully you've impacted in one way or another. And I hope I've been a positive impact on your successful Absolutely. career so far. Uh, hey, I was just going to go there. I mean, I've, I've known you since I was 17 years old now and I was living in Virginia and you, you were one of the first people that I started following on social, right? It was, it was Gary, it was you, it was Andy Versella, And <laughs> to, to be now so close to you, whether that's through Jacqueline or just all the events that we do as, as an investor, it's been incredible. And, you know, I look at, I look at you as such a mentor role, but you know, we're in Vegas uh, we are here celebrating your daughter's 21st birthday. And, you know, we had to, of course, do the podcast while we're in town. But I'd love to jump into you travel so much. Every time I talk to you, it's you're at this event, this event, this event. And you always talk about this concept of being a student of your calendar. And I think for me, I, I'm still learning this concept. And I believe it, it does take time to master and you've mastered it. I'd love to ask you, how have you mastered your calendar over the years? And really, how has that impacted your life? Uh, it's probably the most impactful thing in my life because it reconciles time. And what I mean by that is most people don't understand time. They don't study time. And time is literally of the essence in the sense of this. The only time that's real is today. Think about this. From yesterday beyond, it's relative time. So take my bankruptcy, for example. My bankruptcy occurred in 2009, over $100 million that I lost. Now, that seems like yesterday. I don't know how many minutes it was. I don't know how many hours it was, days, months, or years. I can figure out if I did the math. But more importantly, it's relative. In fact, the meaning of the activity of going bankrupt has changed as well. It's not stagnant or stable. It went from the being the worst thing that ever happened to me to the best thing that ever happened to me. And people say, how's that? I said, well, because if now in hindsight, in relativity, that which occurred almost you know, 13, 14 years ago, I would have been dead or at least divorced if that didn't happen to me. The same thing with the future. The future is relative. My future could be longer, short, determined upon the meaning that I give my future, it's relative. So the first construct of the student of the calendar is how important today is. If you know how important today is, meaning it's the only place 
that time, man-made constructive time is meaningful because you have to utilize the 24 hours today, not the 24 hours yesterday or in the future, the 24 hours today with efficiency, effectiveness, and statistical success, with productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. And in order to do that, you need to not only pay attention, focus in on those things within the context of the activity you get paid for, activity you don't, activity planned, activity not planned, and your sleep. But most importantly, you literally have to use the five levels of intention because what you pay attention to and what you give intention to creates the coincidences or better that you want. And if we take today and use it correctly, we can dream far into the future unrealistically. Everything I do today, Casey, you could do. You would look at my calendar day and you would say, or I study it, but you would look at it and say, oh yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Nothing yep. unrealistic for the great David Meltzer, this perfect <laughs> legend that you love. But when I tell people when they meet me, right, I have a few new friends here and they say, so what's your mission, Dave? I said, you're not going to believe this, bro, but I'm going to change the world. What? I'm going to empower over a billion people to be happy. I'm going to create a collective consciousness of happiness that's going to change the world. Most people will walk away and snicker at me, laugh at me, and make fun of me. Same way I would have of Jeff Bezos sitting in his garage <laughs> selling books out of his garage when he told me, hey, I'm going to make a trillion dollars someday and be the richest man on earth. I would have turned around and left. But what I learned about Jeff Bezos is he's a master of his time. And what he does is, like me, he's very realistic with what he's doing with his time today with a trajectory that nobody believes in the future. You have to be realistic with your time today and completely outrageous and unrealistic, especially when you're 21 years old like you. So I study with five levels of intention. I'm going to do everything according to my future dream. I'm gonna say everything today. I'm gonna to think everything aligned with it. I'm gonna believe everything aligned with it today. And I'm gonna feel it. I'm gonna live it inspired, inspirationally towards that goal with the lenses of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. That's the key to the calendar. And guess what? You said I'm an expert or a master at it. I'm really not. I'm still practicing it every day. But yeah. I tell you, anybody that shadows me, they're blown away. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going to have to All say right. this story real quick because you please, know this guy, please. Ed Milet. Ed Milet and I are brothers, right? Very close friends. Yep. So I'm going to make fun of Ed. He, <laughs> he has an incredible book that's out right now, right? He's also the star in the first episode of my TV show that launches today, Office Hours. Incredible. But when he posted a video about, oh my God, I got three interviews today, three interviews in one day. And yesterday I had to prepare for these and this is the busiest day. Oh my, and he's like so proud of himself. And I'm like, my brother, come <laughs> shadow me, right? This is my vacation day, Oh my goodness. right? And I've done already six interviews, right? I did my training, which I've done for a while. I, today I, yeah and i was I taking had, off on the flight you were live interviewing right. people and I, was, I was joining us hey dave <laughs> i had my birthday brunch for yep. my daughter yep. which you attended as yep. well i had meetings with some friends who were living in las vegas that we have another investment project that i want to work on and here i am in it by one o'clock right in another interview yep. so to make fun of my boy Ed, you could do <laughs> you could do much better if you're a student of your calendar oh my god i, I love that <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to ask you you know since we initially met in 2017. So much has changed in the lens of Your social hair. media, my hair. I, I, I just <laughs> updated too. the picture. There you go. It was the short when I first uh, started recording here. But 
I want to talk about gratitude and you know throughout the journey because you've always been someone that even people that I know right your name always comes up in my life it's so funny it's like That's people that I mean I'm working out with like oh do you know Dave Meltzer I saw this piece of content and like <laughs> I just it gave me a moment of gratitude and this word and this energy of being grateful I'd love for you to expand on that and what it means to you not only why you talk about it so much but why you believe everyone should live in gratitude yeah well first thing about gratitude will be surprising to most people it's the easiest way to learn coherence. Coherence is what's missing in the human personality. Coherence is the ability to remember what you want and to do it. Why do I say that? Because everyone, I laugh because I am known for gratitude and people <laughs> will email me, dude, you changed my life. I say gratitude before, I say thank you before I go to bed and wanna wake up. Thank you so much, you changed my life. I said, no, what I really taught you was coherence because Gratitude gives you perspective. It allows you to see the glass overflowing, not even half full. But coherence is the greater lesson of gratitude because coherence says this, I know and everyone around me knows in physics, quantum physics and metaphysics has taught me that gratitude is the most powerful thing on earth. It takes 0.1 seconds to say thank you. It's free. <laughs> but yet by tonight, most people listen to this incredible podcast won't say thank you by tomorrow morning. Most of the rest of the people won't say thank you. And within three days, almost everyone won't say thank you because they haven't learned coherence. So by me repetitively in multiple different vernaculars and vocabulary words in different styles, teach gratitude from gratitude challenges to the reconciliation of time of gratitude of talking about finding the light, the love and the lessons and everything, but reconciling time to prioritize that which feeds you over that which bleeds you. There's so many multitudes of gratitude to teach. What I'm really teaching is something much more powerful called coherence. The ability to remember to say thank you, no matter how punishing life seems to be, no matter how big the setbacks, the failures, the mistakes, the pain, all of those things, the voids and shortages and obstacles, when you fully understand the coherence of gratitude, you're being protected and promoted at all time. It actually creates faith that there's something bigger than you that loves you more than your mom. So that when there's pain, setbacks, failures, and mistakes, you simply are super excited <laughs> because you're being protected and promoted just like I was with my bankruptcy. And we just have to remember, we're not ignorant and arrogant. We know we don't know what we don't know. Don't pretend like <laughs> ignorant and arrogant people that you actually know something because I'll tell you mathematically why nobody knows shit, excuse my language. <laughs> I'll tell you why. There's trillions of variables. Trillions of variables. That's why there's no certainty tomorrow. So if you're going to tell me something and be 100% <laughs> sure of it, you're full of shit. Because I can give you one example of what could happen tomorrow morning and what you say will be completely turned out. You could tell me literally, David, gravity is real. And I could tell you, you're full of shit. You don't know that. What if the gravitational pull shifts because of some meteor tomorrow and all of a sudden everybody's floating like we're on the moon. <laughs> now, in mathematics and physics, that's exactly mathematically possible. Is it probable? No. But you're full of shit and I'm full of shit. So if we can live in humility and gratitude, we can have a lot more productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. We can give meaning that's positive to everything instead of being punished like a three-year-old who reaches out to touch a stove and their mom hits them, they're like, why are you punishing me? Your mom's like, I'm protecting you. Yeah. I, every time I get slapped in life, I'm just thinking, oh, it's like a stove. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. And the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent is slapping me going, dude, you do not want to invest in this deal. 
I know you feel like the fear of missing out. Yeah. You do not want to get into that law school. That's not for you. Yep. You're just getting slapped. And I want to tell you, especially at 21, because you're going to get the shit beat out of you. <laughs> and I want you to feel like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Whatever you call it. I call it God. Thank yep. you, God, for protecting me. Even your Absolutely. injury. Right? When you were telling me the story about yeah. your injury. Back brace for six months, almost paralyzed. You, you wouldn't be who you are. Yeah, you, you were protected and promoted. And pre specifically protected. Yeah. As small and as weak as you are playing football, <laughs> I guarantee five, five running back, you, right? you probably had really bad things happen if, that did, oh if you God. weren't in a, in a brace. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I talk about that every day. It's like that injury is the true blessing in disguise. And it, it taught me over time. You know, it's That was the one big shift for me in life. But I, I want to talk about... You know, you talk about now how you've been able to get through tough situations in life. Um, but early on, when you were first experiencing these tough times, how did you manage to get through some of the roughest periods of your life before, um, you know, you were so in tune with gratitude and this spirituality that you talk about on, on social media and, and live your life as? Yeah. So one of the things that I am is consistent and persistent. So although I got through it, I got through it in the more difficult manner by working through it, like a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. by living in blame, shame, and justification, uh, by at sometimes feeling like I was a victim with a chip on my shoulder, I'm gonna show you. Um, you know, For me, I try to put myself at ease, and I read Michael Singer's Surrender Experiment about three times now, and it just blows me away. I, I'm not familiar. It's, you gotta read it. Yeah. It's, it's a guy no. who just wanted to be a yogi and ends up a billionaire. Uh, wow. And by getting out of his own way. And everything, and I li literally feel like my life is there today. <laughs> but the difference in my life is I got through things by going over it, under it, around it, lying to it, manipulating and cheating it with consistent, persistent behavior. My motto was I could outwork you. And that's how I got through the hard times. But as I went through my transformation, this idea of ignorant humility that I live in today with gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and inspiration, I... We'll give you a good, my life was like this. I'm going to get more happy, more healthy, more wealthy, and more worthy. Today, I believe I am happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. I have to figure out what I'm doing to interfere with it. And that's the biggest paradigm shift that has occurred in my life. But the way that I did it is the way that most successful people think they have to do it is by going over it, under it, through it, around it, lying yeah. to it, manipulating or cheating it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's powerful. You have a lot of phenomenal conversations with people in your world that are, you know, mentors to you. Um, what inspires you to continue having so many conversations? We were talking about it earlier when you were talking about Ed. Like yeah. You have so many interviews, conversations at, at a rate that I am so inspired by. What drives you to have such uh, a presence, not only on social, but to the world and in other people's lives through conversations? Uh, one book inspired me. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. It took him years to go around the world and meet the most powerful people in the world, the billion, well, they weren't billionaires. So there's millionaires, yeah. entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, entertainers, the spirits of excellence. And when I started through my mentorship with Gary Vee, realizing that, oh my goodness, and then through the transition in COVID, that I, did, I you know, I spent over a million dollars interviewing people before you could do it on Zoom, before it was acceptable, <laughs> yeah. right? I, I, the wow. biggest names, right? I had a whole crew with me. Yep. I mean, you talk about the traveling. Whole team. Yeah, you, yeah. You I've, I've seen Case. it. I've seen it. We went to Phoenix, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, today 
I'm, I'm not going to give up the opportunity to be more interested than interesting, to be the modern day Napoleon Hill, but not just for me to write one book, but every day for millions of people to listen to. I mean, look at office hours. Uh, the, the, think about the lineup on office hours. And I'm just going to name a few. I, I was listing off just season two and I thought I was done and I was only halfway done. I had to turn <laughs> the page, but everyone from Saad Guru to Deepak Chopra, you have Bet, Brett Favre to Austin Eckler. You have Joe Dispenza to Ed Milet, Grant Cardone to Tillman Fertitta, Cameron Diaz to Dan Aykroyd. I could sit here. There's 144 of those names in wow. just two seasons of the TV show. Now, imagine I do on average 12 interviews a day. And that's either me being interviewed like yep. this or me giving interviews. So I am learning. I'm more interested than interesting. I transcribe every single interview into words so I can search them so that I have wow. not only the lessons in the stories, but if I can't remember Tony Orlando doing that interview with me and some great story about his dad, who's a legend in Las yeah. Vegas, I might, if I can't remember even Tony's last name, I might just put Orlando, right? Because I'm thinking, you know, it's John Orlando's his son. I would put Tony Orlando and Don, and then we would have talked about it in the yeah. interview. So now I can find immediately that clip and search within the clip exactly where I want to be. And so this idea of more interested than interesting is crucial in my life. I want to know life is about lessons. Lessons keep on coming until we learn them. Pain is an indicator I have a lesson to learn. What makes me powerful is I've learned more lessons from the greatest people on earth than most people who have ever walked the earth. That is powerful. I love that. And believe it or not, that's why I'm here with you yeah. because you have to learn from every age, right? You're an, nobody could be more of an expert in what we're doing because you were there from the beginning. So you could be 80 years old and they're not going to be able to know more about podcasting than Casey Adams. That's just the truth. You've been there as long as I, from the beginning. Yeah. It's almost five, it's almost been five years now. You've seen the whole process. Me I think too. I, we're I, the same, I, same place. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think I, I first interviewed you was on zoom and then it was on <laughs> calling the app and now we're here. It's like to see the transitions. No, I actually was in the build the empire. Oh, you're studio right. You're right. You're in right. person. Yes. You're, yeah. you're totally right. Yeah. Wow. And I thought it was so cool. <laughs> I hadn't seen anybody with a real studio. Because yeah. <laughs> Gary even yeah. used his office. Yeah. No, right. Absolutely. And, and I was just coming back from New York to be on Gary's show. And yeah. I was like, Oh, that's cool. And you had like a real studio. We sat with like <laughs> yeah. this, not yeah, quite the, like the this, but a little smaller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not nothing like Blue Wire. Um, I, actually, I want to talk about that because I, I just had Roger on, who you know that yeah. works alongside Dan. And how we met was I was meeting with Gary when I was 17, like five minutes in New York. He came out to, to record the interview. And then that's how we met. And then I introduced him to Dan, the whole thing. But how did you meet Gary Vaynerchuk and, you know, what's your relationship with him and what have you learned from him? Well, first I'm going to tell Dan Fleischman is who you're talking about for those people that don't know. And I've been mentoring Dan Fleischman since almost he was your age, right? We yep. went to the same high school. He was roommates with Ricky Williams, who was one of our players at Lee Steinberg. And uh, so I think it's interesting oh, how absolutely. these coincidences happen. <laughs> uh, so this is great. So uh, Gary's brother, A.J. Vaynerchuk, asked me for help he was going to start a sports agency and you know that's where my core reputation lies was in as a sports executive and so they wanted to meet me at the super bowl five years ago five super bowls ago it's wow. a little more than five years yeah. ago and aj uh said hey can i meet with you in the nike suite and i was like yeah that'd be great and so i sat down with aj and uh 
he said, I'd like you to meet my brother and my whole team who you know most of the guys, like yep. Justin and Bradley and those guys, literally peed their pants. <laughs> and, and like, I'm at the Super Bowl taking these guys around, Joe Montana, you know, you name it. Yeah. You've been around me, bro. Absolutely. I've, I've marketed the Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame at the Super Bowl. Yep. That's my backyard. This They actually did a special. You've seen it, right? The inside man at the Super Bowl. Yep. They followed me around. All of a sudden, my guys are peeing their pants in the Nike suite <laughs> over some guy, his brother, Gary V. <laughs> and I'm like, what's a Gary V? And they're oh looking at me, dude, you got to meet Gary V. You got, dude, you're going to love Gary V. You and Gary V are so much alike. I'm like, okay, okay, calm down. Where is he? Oh and, my and AJ's like, yeah, hold on. My brother will be here in 10. So Gary V walks in and it, it's like a crowd and it's reminiscence. I got to tell this quick story. I went to a concert and Stevie Wonder was sitting next to me and nobody was bothering us. He didn't mind because he can't see, right? <laughs> but more importantly, I'm looking around, all of a sudden, a crowd of people, right? And, and everyone, and he could hear the rustings. What's up, man? I go, I don't know. Somebody super big's down there on the floor. He's like, who is it? I'm trying to see. It's Kim Kardashian, oh right? And he goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, what has she ever done? You know, I got like 20 platinum albums. <laughs> like, and this girl got, you know, yeah. whatever. I would want to say what he said. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it had something to do with her derriere. Oh, um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so same thing happened in the Nike suite. Whole bunch of corrosion. You know, commotion, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, is Joe Montana here? You know, who's here?" And they're like, "That's Gary V." And here comes the small little guy, and he sits down with me, and he's like, "Hey, I just have to tell you, you know, I, I really admire what you've done, and I appreciate you helping my brother. Anything you can do, uh, you know, we'd like to work with you." And he said, "But by the way, I think you should switch over from kind of nationally syndicated radio show called Sports Blender." Okay. with gal media and it's a sports it. show yeah and he said you should do a podcast and i was like oh this is five years ago no man too late you know i'm too <laughs> late to the game there's too many podcasts out there yeah. it's like two hundred thousand at yeah. the time right 2017 yeah, yeah right <laughs> and 80 percent weren't doing anything no it was still 99 percent <laughs> don't do anything oh, yeah, right yeah, nobody absolutely. makes it to 10 episodes or yeah. let alone 1200 like i've had yep. so anyway i sit down with gary and we do a mentorship trade you know me, I'm always looking for mentorship. I get mentored yep. by you. There's certain things you teach me, and you know I try my best to teach you what I know about other things in the investment Absolutely. side and, and things that take more experience. So I meet this guy, and he started to mentor me, um, and I was very resistant for a year. You know, He would tell me, he'd give me like five minutes a week minimum. He'd look at my Instagram. He's like, man, I love your content. I did a hundred vlogs because he was yep, doing vlogs with D Rock. Yeah, I had Justin here. Yeah. yeah, so I had a hundred vlogs, and he's like, "I just love your stuff, Dave." He goes, "All I gotta do is post more," and I'm like, "I'm posting more. <laughs> People are making fun of me. Like, I'm gonna be bothersome. I'm not yeah. posting more. Dumbest thing to resist him for a year. I was spending, like I said, I invested over a million dollars in my brand yep. to build doing this all the content. vlogs, the hundred, everything, yeah. man. Yeah. And all I had to do was post more. <laughs> and so finally, now yeah. I hear my self because i coach so many people because they want you know give me the the middle-aged mutant turtles like me that you know the ceos of companies are like give me the dave Meltzer plan right they all call me right yeah. you you know these yeah. people right i'm like just post more man you're freaking genius you run a billion dollar company just post more no my friends will right yeah yeah it's so simple the resistance but it's been a great relationship and i know we've done some stuff with gary and you um and he's a genius at what he does um, and I think that's important when it comes to mentorship is find someone that's in the position you want to be in 
and ask them for help to be in that position to get directions. So like my mom gave me business advice one day, told me the internet was a fad, right? If I would have listened to her, yeah. I'd have been in big trouble, but she still gives me family advice because she's probably one of the greatest moms in the world. And if I could be half the parent that she is. So when I get into these teenage daughter problems, <laughs> I call her immediately and she gives me directions yeah. because her, she knows what to do. Why, why, why do I need the dummy tax? I've already paid enough. I don't want to do Absolutely. it myself. I love that. Um, when you think about your impact, empowering a billion people to be ha over. happy. Don't over, don't me, brother. Over a billion people. <laughs> billion. Um, where did that come from initially? <sighs> and why is it so important to you? So I'm not religious. I'm not. I'm faithful. I'm very faithful. And so my youngest daughter, who you know, Marlena, her 12-year-old friend when she was 12 committed suicide. Wow. And I walk, when I found out, I still get choked up. I walk the beach at my beach house, which you've been to. And I'm walking the beach and I just, I, I can't understand it. Like I get people who are addicts and old and, you know, depressed. I, I get CTE. I mean, there's so many things that I understand about someone, why they would even get to that point. But I couldn't with this 12-year-old. I knew this 12-year-old. And I just couldn't get there uh, of how life could have been that hard so fast, you know? And so I started doing this research on happiness and I found out that the fastest growing cause of death in America of almost every demographic was suicide. And then I start walking the beak every morning, trying to figure out how can I make a difference to have an impact. And I realized that I have these four values and daily practices that help people make money help them help people and have fun. And I've never met anyone that makes a ton of money, helps a ton of people and has a ton of fun that wasn't happy. And I thought, I think I, I could teach people that. And then I'm like, how can I create a collective consciousness of this? Not just teach people, but a whole change on earth. And I said, I need to find a thousand people like a Casey Adams or a John Orlando that empower so many other people, give options, opportunities, and touches of favor as well. And I did the math in my head as I'm walking, and as I'm thinking about this, my whole body gets goosebumps, and I start crying on the beach. I'm walking and crying. I'm so, I, I know what people call this, right? You know, this anointment or <laughs> religious terms that I don't understand quite as well. A calling, I got a calling. This was my mission. I just knew in my mind, my body and the soul that I can do this. Now I'm walking back to the house. Um, you're talking about a man who lost over $120 million because, you know, he had a dream, yep. a big dream. And, you know, I went from 33 homes in San Diego, a golf course, ski mountain to a rented house with rented furniture and one car and a wife who stayed with me. Uh, and other things I was doing. And I was just walking back going, how am I going to explain this to my wife? Right, everything's going so well. I made back everything. I'm, I have this dream yeah. life again. And now I'm going to tell her, hey, by the way, I know I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, but I, <laughs> my real mission is to change the world by teaching people to be happy. And uh, lo and behold, you know my wife. She was 100% behind it. In fact, she was the one that said, I think you can do this. And whatever I need to do to help you, I will. And so That's I, all the content that I do, as much as I want to learn, the reason I want to learn is I want to be able to communicate this empowering value system for free. 
I have over 63, sorry, 66,000 people today registered for my training. Wow. Thousands of people on the Instagram Live, thousands of people as well on TikTok now, but on my just webinar, not yep. the other stuff. On that web, over 66,000 people who I teach every yeah, single incredible. Friday for free. Wow. To hear that story is incredible. So thank you for sharing that. Of course. Um, last question before we wrap up. Um, if you were to give yourself advice at 18 years old, 18 years old, what would that advice be and why? I love this question. So I'm going to tell you this. If I would give myself advice at 18, 28, 38, 48, <laughs> and today, it would be one piece of advice. And it's really important that people listen. Ask for help. It's, uh, dude, it's hard. I, 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 people ask me today, what's the most frustrating thing? It's like, nobody asks for help and everybody wants to give it and everybody feels better when they give it. And you have to live in a value add world, not a zero sum world. When you ask for help, you are not taking away from anyone. You are giving, you are adding value to that person's life. So think about when someone has asked you for help and how it made you feel. Hey, I think you're an expert. I think yeah. you, right. You're, you're empowering someone by asking for help. You don't understand the exponentiality <laughs> that I have in my life is not because I give. It's because I receive help. And in order to receive help, I ask everyone, everyone's a sponsor or a power sponsor of mine as I want to be a sponsor or a power sponsor of theirs. And I ask every day, not just of other people, but of my source so I can be a resource of infinity. I can be a resource of omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent abundance. I love that. Well, Dave, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. This has been my absolute pleasure. So for everyone that's listening or watching the show today, where's the best place they can follow you? I'm a rarity. You know, you can always Google me to find me and where you like to follow me, but email me directly. I answer all my emails, david at dmelter.com. I'm happy to give my book, pay for shipping, send it, exercises, the daily practices, the values, all the different exercises, love templates, it. david at dmelter.com. Love that. So everyone, I'll make sure to link that down below. And for anyone that is listening or watching, thank you so much for tuning into the show today. And huge shout out to Blue Wire Studio for having us. And I will see you guys soon.